this and every episode of the Old School Red Hill Podcast brought to you by People State Bank, Gray's Restaurant in Bridgeport, the Andrews Insurance Agency, and Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. for another old school red hill podcast got all the guys on board mr chip jameson it's good to be back it's been a while since we were on zoom again tonight we have not done this since mid-january we our last two podcasts were live and in person which are our preferred method but yeah that's fun it's good to be back on Zoom. Good to see you guys. We have a great topic tonight. Good to, and so thank you, Brian. I love the new intro there. Oh yeah, that was fun to do. Um, sitting on probably one of the great farming dynasties in the state of Illinois, Mr. David King. Yeah, something like that. Uh, how's it going? How's it going, guys? Good to be back. So. Yeah. Hey, speaking of dynasties, I watched Jeopardy last night. I had no idea Governor J.B. Pritzker was worth three billion dollars. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's the most wealthy governor in the in the United States. Yeah. Where does fortune I, come from? Uh, good question. I had Farming, no, probably. I've looked yeah, at probably, that before. Yeah, yeah, I had that's I did I had no idea about that. But uh, anyway, and then older you're an Indiana down, guy now, so yeah, you don't, don't keep track. Of I don't stuff keep like track. That. I, I can't get keep track when I talk Illinois the sectional regional thing, let alone how much the governor's worth. So, and the, the Pritzker's own the Hyatt, um, yeah, that's hotel right. chain. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. I did see, I learned already learned something today or yesterday. Thank you. Um, Jeopardy. Speaking of chip, I got to talk to you about last night's Jeopardy. I've got, a, I haven't watched last night's yet. Okay. So well, I'm, I've got an issue with Ken Jennings last night. He made a okay. real faux pas as the host of Jeopardy. Last Ooh, night. Okay. Jeopardy podcast. Okay. 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 All right. Then, uh, old number nine down on my right corner of the screen, Mr. Gary Emmons. Hey, good evening guys. Good. Uh, good to see y'all. Yeah, I am Brian Emmons, and hey, if you weren't with us when we did our old school comes home and and, uh, wasn't at the basketball game, and um, we'll get some more. uh, We got can koozies out with our logo on it that we passed out, and we'll get some more over to our sponsors, or you could stop in sponsors, see if they've got any left. If not, we'll get them more, but uh, we've got old school Red Hill podcast koozies out there circulating now. So who wants to talk about our topic tonight? Chip, I think you're good to do I can take that. This has been one. This this topic comes up on several episodes. I mean, it gets mentioned a lot. It's something that we were all involved with. Love. And we we speak very highly of it. Great memories. It's Red Hill Junior Pro. 
So Junior Pro is the elementary basketball. Excellent program we had back, and we're going to focus mainly on the 70s and 80s. I see they've revived it under, uh, it's like Eric Adamson's leading that charge now. So Junior Pro is back, but I'm sorry, kids, it's not as good as it was in the 70s. Oh, man, no. <laughs> so... Yeah, do you guys have anything else you want to say on that junior probe, or do we just want to get started? With yeah, I, I would say let's get started. We'll just remind everybody that our sponsors are People State Bank, Gray's Restaurant, Andrews Insurance Agency, and of course Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. So the first thing I could find was when Junior Pro got started. And I think I mentioned this in the seventy five seventy six podcast. I think uh, Mr. Bowser and Mr. Ray, two teachers and coaches in the district, the junior high coach and the high school coach at that time. Actually, Coach Ray would have just been assistant at that time. Um, been his last year's assistant, I believe. Um, they got permission, went to the school board, got permission to use the gyms and so forth to start a junior pro program. So these were obviously coaches that were invested in um, making Red, you know, improving Red Hill or keeping at that time, keeping Red Hill basketball at a high level. And they both had young kids who would be coming up through the system. So, so I believe 75-76 is when the official junior pro. Now, this is a national organization. There may have been youth leagues and things that some of our other list, older listeners may have played in, but the actual junior pro organization started started then. I love the patches. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, you it's, a so real, shorts. it's a real I, deal when you get that patch. Oh, I have some somewhere. I have one of them still. But uh, the registration fee, King, do your math real quick. Quick here. This was 47 years ago. Okay. Um, the registration fee was four dollars per player. <laughs> four dollars in what year? 1970 76. So 75 cents. That's gotta so. be like 180 now, right? <laughs> uh, that math. is equivalent to $21 and three cents. A great deal. Oh, a great deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you pay 30. 30 bucks for a three-day basketball camp you go to yeah, or, yeah. or so um yeah $21 so they, they were definitely not in it for the money they were in it for the kids there's no doubt about that so four dollars in future years it does kind of go up to five dollars and six dollars it's going to cover registration fees materials insurance all those things but well, maybe some of the maybe some of the it's also it's a program like we all got to start like i would say like a real basketball team with you know that was fifth grade when the first time you got to do that. So this was for the younger, you know, second, third, fourth graders, right? They got got the opportunity to play on yeah. a real basketball team, not just out, out, you know, playing at seed school or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. it was our first chance to get a play on a team and get get some coaching too. Yeah, we took these games seriously. I mean, to us, they were big time. I mean, I mean to the average person, they probably weren't as big. But when you're a kid that age, I mean, this is, yeah, it's a real the thing. Biggest thing in your life at that time. Yeah. Well, um, I think one of my, my memories of it too, it's like before the school year started, you got to go to either sports and spurs or Hesher's to get like your PE uniform. Right. Well, this was kind of the same thing. When junior pro started, you got, to, got sh basketball shoes. And for some of us, that, that was the first time you got a pair of like yeah. high top basketball shoes either. that were only for the gym, you know, you yes. weren't you weren't allowed to wear them, you know, until the season was over. But you got to go to wherever Hesher Sports of Purse, get your high top white Converse, and uh, you know that was pretty special back then to get your get, get your uh, uniform. Well, and we've talked about it on on some other podcasts, especially when we talk about sitting in our seats. But that was that my my first memory of Junior Pro is I can remember sitting in our seats, and I'm going to guess it was sometime back in the Tracy Leg, Russell Adams those those days. Um, 
And I just remember sitting there on Friday night watching the varsity game, which I was, you know, enamored with and thinking, like, I'm going to play on that court tomorrow morning. And as a, what, eight, nine-year-old kid, whatever, that was exciting. Yeah, I mean, because at that time, I mean, for those that have just been going to the games, I mean, the crowds obviously aren't what they used to be. But, I mean, the JV crowds, it wasn't full during the JV games, but the JV game was more packed than a varsity game is today. There yeah. were more people at the JV game. And then by the varsity time, it was – because we didn't play on Tuesday nights. These were Friday night games we played in the junior pros. Yeah, so right. uh, it was a full house by the time um, – I, I think they looking at there was usually play halftime of the JV game. And then there was a group that would play between JV and varsity. So oh you yeah, you're talking. Yeah, I was just talking about thinking that I was playing tomorrow morning. Oh, okay, yeah, you're yeah. Not talking about the playing, yeah, okay. right? But yeah, and we would actually play on that court yeah. too. So yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. Which I know we got. I got some information on that later. So yeah, that same court that next morning we were playing on. Another thing I loved, and we'll get into some specific teams and things here. I love those pennies you would put on. Yes. <laughs> they were like in red and blue. They had big like big um numbers, numbers, numbers on, on big 22 or whatever on the front yeah. and they'd have i mean it was like eight it was a really it's like a heavier material it was almost like an apron if you picture like a kitchen yeah, apron. it was yeah. like a canvas <laughs> yes <laughs> and they had like little ropes you would tie up just like an apron. On the side, yeah. Yeah. yes but i love those red and blue um i forgot about that yeah yeah so we would just and i hadn't either until i was thinking about the other day we because everybody just had their regular shirt at red hill shirt or whatever on so we'd have to get in uniform there so gary what's the first year i know i have a year but i know we may have the same article my, my, you have a little 75 i i don't i don't have anything until 77 i think that's what I, I have next i just had that kind of that was the only thing really they didn't really have the teams or anything they just kind of had that they were doing registration so sorry for those kids that played back then uh no rosters in 75 76 um but I believe the next year there are rosters, and Gary's going to get into that 77 season with some names that are very familiar on this podcast. Yeah, the first thing I have for 77 was uh, the one, one thing that I had found was, you know, we talk about this time of the year. It usually started in January, I think, about look, that's pretty consistent. It's when yeah. Junior Pro started, ran a couple months, looks like, and, uh, you know, it usually consisted of, what, four teams typically. Um, but one of the most are uh, – Another one of our most fond memories of that gym were sectionals. And there was a week in 77 where we didn't get to have junior pro in a week because of preparations for the gymnasium for the, for the 1977 sectional get moved in, moved in there. And, uh, you know, you, you move those bleachers onto the floor. That's Mm. kind of running into where our, yeah, that's, yeah. We played on the side court. So you played, uh, you didn't play full court basketball. You played full court basketball, but it was, the the goals were lowered down from the from the sides and yeah. they put up the uh the hoops that made it was a nine foot goal for junior pro nine yeah and uh and I, don't, I was trying to think about the, do we use a regular size basketball or are we using a smaller basketball well, I think we use full size I, I don't I think, think back then they had that smaller yeah I don't know if smaller the girl, what size, size the, yeah I'd have to research that what year the girls started using a smaller basketball but I bet they just everybody just shared the same rack probably. Yeah, so that they was may uh, not have, but yeah. yeah I, so that, that particular yeah, I'm almost, I'm almost positive that they were they were regular sized. Do you have some of the rosters on you? So if, what I you got some you set, so I've got some 77 rosters here. So who are the coaches uh, first? Let's, did, did they have the coaches listed that year? 
Um, it did not. It has, of course, our directors, Ray and Bowser. We have 97 boys participating. That's wow. great. I mean, wow. that's awesome. <laughs> this is ages 8 to 12, so we're basically talking like second grade through sixth grade. So what year the, is this? This is Seven. 77. Okay, so, so this is, so yeah, okay. So I'm there. You're in this, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's go through some of these rosters. So this is the training league. These are the 8 to 10-year-olds. I won't read all 97 players, but if I hit <laughs> on some names that are popular on this podcast, I'll make sure I mention them. So the Sixers back then, they do not have the coaches listed, but it's a pretty strong roster. It's Brian Emmons. I was going to say, that was my first team, the Sixers, and I can tell you who the coach was. Who was it? Uh, it was uh, uh, David C- – uh, is it Dave Seed? David Seed? David Seed, David yeah. Seed, yeah. yeah, that's who I the coach was. Mention, he'll be mentioned throughout yeah, the night. He's mentioned a few times. <laughs> um, so this is – so. Let's see, 77, Brian graduating eight. So this has been Brian's second grade year. So this is the first year he's eligible. You will notice a couple kindergartners get into the league every once in a while, but it's usually second grade. The only the only kindergartners I ever saw in this league were uh, Chad Ray, uh, Corey Ray, and Colin Ray. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, you had to be second, second grade to be in the league. <laughs> and I think maybe Bobby – no, Bobby didn't because I didn't have those – those from the year before, but uh, yeah, it's just so just those Ray boys, I think. So Brian's teammates were um, some notable. Well, I'll just name his whole roster: Baron Dorney, uh, Donnie Paddock, uh, Don Moorhead. Uh, we've talked about him on the prom yeah, episodes. Yeah. Uh, Big Brian's time. good friend Stacy Harper. They would continue their bond at all. <laughs> Stacy Harper was on my basketball. <laughs> yeah, I have Matthew no- Webster and the guy. He, this guy's almost like a brother to Brian. Hype Baldwin. Not his best friend, oh. but a, like almost like a brother, an older brother. Mark Heath was. I, okay, I have. I remember David C was the the coach. I have zero <laughs> recollection of anybody else on that roster. So, I, uh, yeah, if you would have said, league. "Did you ever play basketball with Stacy Harper and Mark Heath?" I would have said, "Absolutely not." <laughs> so, so Brian was the young kid on this team, playing mainly with mainly third and fourth graders. It looks like it was an older roster, so I'd say they were pretty good because Brian. Uh, had a really good junior pro career, as you're going to find out <laughs> as we go through here. So I'm sure as a second grader, he was, I'm sure he was handling the ball and getting the ball inside to Heath was probably a lot of the game playing by, D- I wish by I, David Seed. I really wish I had something to add to this, but I had <laughs> Donnie, zero. Donnie was a good overall athlete as a kid, so I'm sure he I'd was say another. he was probably the scorer. Yeah. And um, so the other teams, we had the Jazz. Um, the Warriors, uh, Warriors had, of course, um, Joey Croslow and Brian Stevenson leading the way. Jeez. Um, the Nets, um, was Nets. Victor Ralston on the Nets? Uh, yeah, he was on the Nets. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Big, I do that remember Eastern that. Conference <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, yes. So Victor, so there's not a lot of second graders playing on it. My guess is, cause you had, you had to be eight by the cutoff because that's why guys like Neil Heath and Hype Baldwin aren't playing. They yeah. would not have been eight yet because I do know an older, I finally found another second grader. Uh, Terry Kurtz was on the bucks. He's an older kid yep. he's around Brian's. Yeah, age, he's so. a, he's about three weeks older than me. Now, Bobby Bowser was playing. I know Bobby's younger, but you know, he kind of got the coach's um, favor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the trailblazers, um, Brian Laughlin, uh, was a leader on that team. And then the the Knicks, you had Tony Wells, Darren McAdow, Matt Reynolds, oh. Scott Spillman. Matt Reynolds uh, went on to be a really, really good high school player. Where was it they moved? Do you remember? Uh, they moved to Watsika. Watsika, yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, because uh, his younger sister was in my kindergarten class. Where part, they moved during that school year, uh, which would have been like 
a year, couple years after this. So we yeah. had a couple more years of the Reynolds in town here. And then, of course, you got the Spurs uh, with led by Mike Kress. So that so that kind of shows you is mainly this mainly a third and fourth grade league. So we're talking like 85, 86 grads in this league. And then you had the JV league. These those are the older kids, uh, ages eleven and twelve. And I know we can't go through every roster, but like Greg, the the Super Sonics. I'm just giving you an idea of what they're dealing with. Su- Super Sonics were good. Uh, Mike Mann, Greg Laughlin, David Gray. Todd Bushy on one team. Dang. <laughs> Greg Laughlin was playing. <laughs> that can't be right. Greg must be a young. So it's. I would. So... I was playing junior pro at the same time as Greg Laughlin. Because <laughs> he's an 80. Yeah, you guys are five years apart. <laughs> <laughs> he must have like a really like David King type late birthday. So How old is Brian he... on one of the teams? Brian Laughlin? Yeah, yeah, Brian was up in the training league on the he... Trailblazers. Um, so Laughlin would have been in seventh grade this year. So he must have been like a really young seventh grader. So he made the age cut up. <laughs> now they were in different. Now they uh, that were, was different. were different. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, the Celtics, of course, with uh, Tony Gaither and Todd Parrott, uh, Deb Parrott. I mean, there were some good teams there. Dickie Stevenson played on the I Bulls. forgot that it went to that old of. Oh, oh, like I was thinking more like sixth grade was the cutoff, fifth, fifth or sixth. Yeah, huh. eight, it, to, it, it's eight I, to twelve years old. It yeah. ended up being that, but yeah, th- in the early years when you're just starting out, I guess it's been all age. Um, that Bulls team looks, or not, yeah, the Bulls look pretty good. Berkeley carry Jimmy Medlin, Dickie <laughs> Stevenson. I mean, <laughs> that might have been the best team. Of course, the Braves were the Braves an ABA team or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Um, Maybe I, I'm just trying to do the math. If I was in seventh, if I was in seventh grade, I would have turned twelve that year. I would yeah, have turned twelve my seventh grade year. So yeah, I would have been. I'm guessing Laughlin fell into that. Yeah. Um, so I never played. Yeah. So if you had a yeah, September, because Gate September Gator, through November late birthday, you'd have been. Gator was in seventh grade also. So um, I mentioned him. So he, there was a couple seventh graders in there. Um, was Terry McAdow play? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Full beard. And, uh, and of course, I know uh, Cameron is a fan of the show. So his dad, Kevin, played on this Braves team along with Steve Vinsel. And I, I have breaking news. Uh, the Buffalo Braves were an American Buffalo. professional basketball franchise. They competed in the NBA as a member club of the league's Eastern Conference Atlantic Division from 70 to 78. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the roster. I don't know any of the, I, I don't know any of these guys. It's hilarious. Their birthdays are like in the 40s and the 50s. <laughs> well, so were some of the junior pro players. <laughs> and, and one thing we'll bring up throughout the night is there was usually like an all-star team created at the end from the older league. And then there was a state tournament normally held at Lawrenceville for many, excuse me, many years. And the state tournament was, I mean, it was a state tournament, but not everybody, you had to be like under the junior organization so it was usually four to eight teams in it but that would cover and i don't know if it was just a southern illinois champ maybe there was another northern illinois one too but we called it the state tournament and that was the official name of it so the state tournament action that year red hill was eliminated in the first round by lawrenceville um 
Lawrenceville was led by Marty Simmons with 21 points. You know you're going to run up against a difficult team when when uh, he's yeah. the leader. But uh, Todd Parrott put in 23 that night. Himself. I mean, he was the leading scorer of the night, Todd Parrott. We lost 59 to 45. It was single oh, elimination okay. in the state tournament. And, you, and the winner then goes on to play in Knoxville, Tennessee at the national tournament. So we'll be bringing that up periodically through the night, how the state tournament went. And, um, and then I, I, yeah, then the uh, signups are coming up for the 78, 79 season. Um, it's going to get started on the, the signups are on for the following. Some already moved on to the next season are up on the stage because there's a wrestling meet going on. So you're going to have to go through the oh, wow. north, go through the north entrance and you're going to need to go up the steps by the stage so you're not interrupting the wrestling. Sounds like so what you ever- have to do when you're going to do a podcast. <laughs> that's, exactly, that's exactly what I was thinking. So that when we did our live podcast last month, that's the kind of that's the way we entered and we went up the steps. So. <laughs> All right, so uh Gary, you got anything on 78? I don't think rosters. I don't think I have rosters um, for 78. I actually might have. I've just got. Yeah, I do have the roster. Oh, no, I don't. I just got stories. Yeah, I, I never did find rosters yeah. for 78, but I can tell you that the Junior Pro signups were extended. I was going to say tons of oh, yes. sign-up news. Like, it was in the paper <laughs> yes. every day. <laughs> because we all know what happened the winter of 78. The yes. great blizzard ah, came through. Great. So the great blizzard came through. Again, Dennis Bowser said that he was going to extend the extend the uh, sign-up time, and it uh, looks like that year there were six younger teams and then uh, four older older kid teams during that 78 year, it looks like. And, uh, and one thing I see here, like in the same article you're looking at, it looks like in the early years, the games were actually played at the five and six center. I saw that yeah. too. Yeah, I uh, um, I don't. Or remember. maybe like, or they shared the gym. Like if there was something a wrestling meet going on in the high school gym, you'd have. So I don't know if it was the full time gym, but uh, some of the games were at the five six center. I'm glad I the new that. grade school. Yeah. But yes. The, <laughs> I wonder too. I was looking at you know like I'm looking at the seventy eight and there's the Jazz, the Bulls, the sec. You know, same same thing. Did Dennis Bowser say okay? David Seed or Bruce Jones or Mike Leasty, you coach the Jazz, or did they get a pick? Those I wonder, and and is there a common theme of, of a guy always was like the Spurs or? <laughs> yeah, good point. I wish they would have had the roster so we could see if David Seed like st- one thing. I, I know Doug Andrews stuck with the 76ers year after year. Uh-huh. I mean, he was dedicated to that team. So I think you kind of got a franchise if you wanted to and got to stick with it. I'm glad um, you brought up the I'm glad you brought up the patches because in one of these articles, uh, Dennis Bowser announced that the patches will be handed out this Saturday for everybody. So that, that was a big deal is to iron that on your shorts or iron that on the well, sleeve of your shirt. Yeah, yeah, and it was and it was a a thing. Like some kids put it like like in the middle of your thigh. That's where I did mine. Okay, and then some would do it on the side, like on the seam. I okay, remember like seeing a- that. Like a normal basketball short, how you put the logo on the side, right? So, um, very, very. Some important. went shirt, it, some went sleeve on like side of the sleeve. See, I never even, like con- I never even considered yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and that's kind of the equivalent of the little league sticker, I think. Yeah, that's a yes. great, great equivalent there. Great, great comparison, and then I. Gary, I know you got some 79, so let me just finish up 78, the state tournament, how we did that year. Uh, we had to go against Lawrenceville. Um, we lost 66-28, Ooh. so we did not advance out of state no. once again. 
and Larsa was loaded back then. Right. I mean, I mean we, Marty was out of it. Now, you still had shoulders. Shoulders would have been Mike's shoulders. I assume this would be would have been in seventh grade at that time. He must be a late birthday. He had 20 to lead the way. We know what an athlete he was from the pregame warmups. But it was interesting to see Keith Frohawk. I, he was playing at Lawrenceville. Lawrenceville has a very storied junior pro program. They kind of we they were our model at Red Hill. I'm really? Sure. So he went. Well, I guess he. I assume he went to elementary. I mean, because he played in little league and went to yeah, because he played like fifth and sixth grade and seventh eighth grade, of course. So I assume he went all the way through freshman year at Red Hill. So, but yeah, he huh. must have started the Lawrenceville program before Red Hill had one, and just obviously they knew that's where the talent. Maybe the. Maybe Mr. and Mrs. Frohawk knew all along he was going to eventually play with these yeah, kids in high school. I'm almost surprised, and and I don't know, maybe we could talk to him sometime how I'd all like that went on. down, but I'm almost surprised he ever went to Red Hill High School because mm -hmm. uh, it, it was just his freshman year, and especially yeah. now that you find out this, that he played junior pro over there, I just, I don't know, that's, that's an interesting thing. I'd like to find out how all that went down and the politics behind it and and you know, heck, who knows? I mean, Felon could have said keep him at Red Hill for a year, let him get some varsity experience. That's and true. I mean, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I would, I would, and I hope if we, when we I'm not going to say if we get him, when we get him on, I hope that he's honest with everything. Like, like, tell us how it went down. Yeah, I mean, nobody. Yeah, yeah, no, we want to yeah. hear. Yeah, it was exactly a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so, there's any hard feelings at this point. <laughs> all right, so that's a, so we did not like I said state tournament. I. I'm sure Lawrenceville won the state tournament, but let's move on to 79. Yeah, I'm ready to dig into 79. Gary, you got I hope it? you I have nothing till 82, so okay. I'm going to turn it over to I've you got, guys. I've got the rosters for 79. <laughs> I got coaches and all. Let's go. All right, here we go. The Los Angeles Lakers were coached by Bruce Jones. Bruce Jones, a longtime Red Hill basketball guy. I mean, he's a, he was at every varsity game. Matter of fact, I think I saw him. Is he keeping score? Or He's he, doing the book now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lyles so, and Jones are the table and, now. And by the way, he, I, I didn't see him up close. He, it appeared that he looked exactly the way he did, like in 79. From at Hasn't least where, changed much. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Bruce Jones. Now he's going to start off his point guard is young Tommy Tool. <laughs> you got Claude Wilson. That's a name I hadn't thought of. Steve Jordan. Kevin Tucker. And Tommy Widener. This is a, a wrestling squad, guys. Yeah, that's a wrestling team. <laughs> Widener, Tucker, and Tool. Uh, and I think Steve Jordan wrestled, too, if I remember he's, right. He's wiry. He'd be a good, like, 112 <laughs> Boston Celtics. They're coached by Mike Leasty. So they've got, I mean, this guy's been in some games. They're led by young Corey Ray. Kindergartner Corey Ray. <laughs> Scott Clark, who's in my class. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie York, Height Baldwin, Stacy Moore, and Lance Smith. My mm. goodness. God, how they gonna think <laughs> And they got a least he coached them My, the way that team lost. <laughs> the Philadelphia 76ers coached by Dan C. They got Matt Reynolds, Jeff Brooks, Steve Blackwell, Scott Hardesty, Brian Bushy, and Chucky Meek. The Bulls. So, we, so oh. do we assume they meant David Seed? It says Dan Seed, but that probably means David. I, you probably. Let me met, let me look and see. Yeah, so that answers the question. Seed stayed with the 76ers organization. Yeah, there's no that. other Dave Seed. So yeah, that's supposed <laughs> to be Dave Seed. The Bulls, coached by Dennis Bowser. Of course, you got Bobby Bowser, Robert York, who I'm assuming is well, it was. So now listen <laughs> to this team: Bobby Bowser, Bobby York, Carrie Hill. 
<laughs> Clifford York and Hank, and it says Hank Doherty. Yeah. I'm sure that's Frank. That's Frank Jr. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now that's a good squad. That's right a there. really good team. I mean, Bowser, you got the yeah Bobby Bowser. I mean, he's a older kid, and you got the Clifford York at the point. I, I mean, Kerry Hill's athletic. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna wreak havoc. I, I I really look for Kerry to be like the defensive stopper on that team. Yeah. Okay, and, the, and Dennis and look at the and Dennis Bowser knows how to utilize each person's individual talents probably better than the average junior pro coach. They got that with them too. Well, the Pacers were paced by Artie Akers, and he had Aaron Hauser, Rich Young, Cameron Atkins, Jimmy Worth, and says John Burke John Burkhart. You think that's JC? I think that might be JC <laughs> Brookhart, but yeah, it says wow, John Burkhart. Uh, the Warriors, coached by Bruce Purcell, my one of my little league coaches. Donnie Bledsoe says Bledsoe with O L E. Chris Fuller, Joey Ash, David Schubert, Neil Heath, and Steve Purcell. I don't know okay, about that team. <laughs> I, I like that they got two Adam Street kids on their team. Yeah. You got um. You got Donnie Bledsoe and Chris Fuller. You're about four houses down from each other on Adams Street, so that's good. Joey Ash could play. Yeah, I don't know that Schubert, Heath, and Steve Purcell. I don't. I don't think basketball was their first love. So, but uh, so I don't know about the Warriors. I think they would have been. I think they would have been hard to score on. Yeah, well, could be. <laughs> so now, now we go to the Suns. Um, now this, I don't know if this was. I, I think this must have been the, old, the older Brent. division because okay. all the coaches are almost the same. Coach okay. Mike Leasty has Charles Potts, Todd Polk, Scott Spillman, Terry Kurtz, and Brad Cook. In the Knicks, coached by Ed Moan, Mark Heckler, Brett Atkins, Donnie Moorhead, Scott Moan, Jay Vincent, Brian Pinnock. There's a basketball team right there. There's some 87 kids there. Yeah. The Pistons, <laughs> Coach Artie Akers, Mike Hill, John Campbell, Tony Worth, Mike Kress, Cecil Carey, and Scott Smith. I like that team. And then, my not to spoil it, my team, the Sonics, coached by Bruce Jones, Brian Stevenson, Mike Ernst, Brian Emmons, Lonnie Moan, and Joey Croslow. You guys went no subs. Five. They're just five kids. Five. <laughs> we just roll the just roll yes. the balls out and go. They boys. did not keep track of fouls, so you didn't have to worry about foul trouble. So, <laughs> so um, anyway, there's your nineteen seventy nine individual. Nineteen seventy nine rosters there. That's a lot of fun. There's some names there that I had forgotten about. I haven't talked about Aaron Hauser. He was a Sumner kid for yeah, a long time. Um, and I, I have no all star game report that year. Uh, and neither do I. Okay. Uh, hey, real quick, let's take a break here for a sponsor. Let's just hit this button right here. Are you tired of banks that don't care about you or the community? I know I just closed an account this past week. is one we never used anymore, but I got to look, and heck, all we were doing was paying fees. They could have noticed that. But probably not a bank that looks out for you and, and the community. Not like People State Bank and their four convenient locations in our, our area in Bridgeport, Sumner, St. Francisville, and Lawrenceville, Stacy Moore, 
One of the all-time great Salukis and his team will look out for you. And like they always do, just take a look at their Facebook page. They're involved in everything, not only in our community, but in all the other communities that they serve as well. Go see them for a personal touch, not the big banking, non-personal relationships that you get other places. Go see People's State Bank, Lawrenceville and St. Francisville, but more importantly, Sumner and Ridgeport. People's State Bank, a bank for our community. We are looking for insurance. We hope that you would call the Andrews Insurance Agency at 542 Main Street in Bridgeport. Terry Andrews and Justin Shear are your independent agents and they're your professionals for all of your farm, commercial, and personal insurance needs. And they've been strong supporters of Red Hill Athletics for decades. So if you're brought down by a pack of dogs, get off your seats and on your feet and see T-Bone or Juice and give them a call at 618-945-2881 at the Andrews Insurance Agency. All right, we've covered 1979 and those magical basketball rosters. What we got next? Well, I've got the 80 rosters. Anybody else have those? You want me to cover the 80 rosters? Yeah, it's all you. Do it to it, bro. Okay, so so the 7 to 9 league, the younger kids. I'm still a year the 81 league was my first year playing. So this I'm still a year away from my involvement in the league. So the Indiana Pacers, Clifford York, David Schuper, Donnie Deckard making his first appearance, Tana Holtz, Doug Bledsoe and Chris Fuller. So I think that's our first that's, girls basketball player that we've had. Yeah. Um, I, didn't, I don't remember Tana playing basketball. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. And then the the Phoenix Suns, uh, Stacy and Lance, there's no coaches listed. Stacy and Lance remain teammates. Um, so whoever's some coaches hitting the lottery every year on that, yeah. on that one. Um, Ronnie Cullison. Whoa. Wait, Ronnie Dang. with Stacy and Lance. <laughs> Frankie Jeez. Doherty's back for Junior Pro again. Um, Sean Wells and Ginger Powden. So the girls are really being encouraged oh, to sign good, up this yeah. year. Um, the Nets, uh, the New Jersey Nets, David McAdow, Brad Ospaw, Chuck, Chucky Meek, the Gray Brothers, Mike and Gary, and mm. first grader Corey Ray on the Nets. And then our Bulls are... Our final team, not a lot of, not as many, only four in each league this year. So we got the Bulls were Steve Purcell, Scott Hardesty, Jimmy Worth, Mark and Danny Wurstel, Jay Myernick, and Mike Ramsey. Okay. Uh, were the Bulls. And then the older league, the 10 to 12, you've got Tony Worth, the Celtics were Tony Worth, Bobby York, Steve Blackwell, Doug Bosley, Andy Myernick, and Donnie Bledsoe. Okay. And, one, yeah, and then the, the LA Lakers. Mike Kress, Hype Baldwin, Kevin Tucker, Lonnie Moan, Jeff Brook, and Tommy Tool. Good team. 76ers, Bobby Bowser. Uh, there again for another year. Terry Kurtz is back. Kurtz. Scott, Scott Spillman, he's there every year. He's got Steve some Jordan and Scott Clark. I haven't, I haven't then, heard anybody that's wowed me yet. <laughs> and then now here's Here we the go. Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> there's only five of them. Here's your champs. No, there's six because I was thinking of a coach. So, yeah, there's six. No, there's only five. Scott Moan. Good play. Joey Ash, Daryl Randall, Carrie Hill, and Brian Emmons. I don't think we probably lost a game, quite frankly. Yeah, I mean, that's – yeah, because you, you avoided the Lance and Stacy team. They were in the younger league. We didn't um, avoid them. We could have beaten them. <laughs> God. Um, and with the – 
And I do sort of I, remember this team. And yeah, that's all I really have. I don't, I think my next all-star report is actually from the uh, 81 season. So that's all I have. Any memories, Brian, you were the only one involved. I do. In I team. do remember playing on this team with, with, uh, and, and, now that I put Scott Moan and Joey Ash and Daryl, I do remember Kerry playing. I think Kerry was actually okay. Kerry's yeah, uh, in these rosters every year. Yeah, I, I I think. Did he ever play fifth and sixth ball or something? I eight? don't do we remember? think. I know he didn't play in junior high. I'm but, sure he'll let us know how how deep his career went. Yeah, so. I, I don't remember Kerry playing in fifth and sixth. I think junior pro might have been it for him. But Joey Ash could play. And of course, Scott Moan, that's a basketball family. So, yeah, those, kids, yeah, those Ash kids are all. And Daryl Randall's a sports so. sports nut, just like the rest of us. So, yeah, I, I think that was probably a pretty good team. But there, yeah, I get, uh, like how it was, though, like there was at least two really good players on every team. Those, yeah, those they teams did a good are, job of trying to balance them out. Yeah, I, those I teams like are that. pretty well balanced based on my memory. And um, I guess I kind of glossed over Daryl Randall. I mean, he a, a great manager at Red Hill. I would love in those pictures how he, well, as a high schooler, a great manager. Yeah. He had those Red Hill shoot that Red Hill shooting shirt. Oh, on I love that, that shirt. Yeah. So um, I I would love to have one of those shirts right now. Somebody's got to have one laying around in a box somewhere in the attic or somewhere. So um, I was so disappointed. The eighty eighty one season, there were no rosters. I can tell you I was on the Boston Celtics that year. That was my first year. And uh, Roy Abbott, I believe he may have been a senior at Red Hill that year. Uh, Roy was our coach. Roy didn't play basketball, but just liked to um, just liked to help in the community, help out where he could. Um, became friends with him on Facebook just because he was my junior pro coach back in 80-81. So um, have, doesn't, doesn't speak much. on. don't hear much from him on Facebook, though, unless I'm blocked or something, but never hear from the guy. <laughs> um, I like that you turned right that in there. I assume he doesn't know who I am. That was nice that he accepted my friend request, but I'm going to assume he just he's not sure who this person is. Um, but I, I appreciate you as my uh, head coach. But I do have the 81 All-Star information. Oh, cool. Okay, so we're going – This is the and this is the state tournament, as I've mentioned before. And it's a highly spirited game. Uh, Lawrenceville and Bridgeport open up against each other. And we've had some some lopsided games in this, but this was a thriller. Um, I will tell you kind of how it went. The paper was kind of, there was a crease in it. But um, <laughs> the, the way out, so this was, oh, it's a one game tournament this year. There's only two teams in the state. Oh, tournament. wow. So okay. the winner's going to nationals. I feel wow. like this is for the nationals. I feel like this is a real state <laughs> tournament, but okay. Uh, uh, one of the teams jumped out to a 12 to 4 lead. I'm assuming that's Lawrenceville. Jumped out to a 12 to 4 lead and then extended its lead to 24 to 16 by halftime um, when the two teams took the break. Brid, yeah, Bridgeport came roaring back in the third quarter, picked up six of those eight points. And the teams went to the final stands with Lawrenceville just leading by two. The final stands was, as they call it, and the, this is a quote from the paper, a Mexican standoff. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> with, uh, with, with both squads scoring 10 points. So we were down two. We tied in the last yeah. quarter standoff. And Lawrenceville won the state championship by two points. So um, the whole, wow. st whole state Brock came down to Red Hill and Lawrenceville. <laughs> <laughs> amazing right 
Brian Emmons and Hyde Baldwin led this attack. So I'm not sure if you if you remember much of this All Star game. You scored 16 that night, Brian. I don't. I don't. Away. I have zero recollection of this. It was a. You had 16. Height had 12. Uh, Atkins, um, Cameron Cam had seven. Bobby York four. Terry Kurtz four. And Kevin Tucker two. Yeah, so right. a lot of those 87 guys in their final year of junior pro, I believe. Um, and then uh, Eric Reedy led Lawrenceville with 16. Brad Trickett, um, of a lot of lot of battles with Brian through the years in every sport. Trickett and Brian, they were Trickett was the guy at Lawrenceville. Brian was the guy at Red Hill. So well, I, I was a, I wasn't the guy, but I was well, a guy. I mean, I'm looking at the stats here. Um, so, and then Gus Gillespie and Shane Felling, you held them to two each. So that was uh, <laughs> good defense. Um, so I guess it, it sounds like Pickneyville and El Dorado were having their own tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> they were all two team tournaments. So maybe everybody was having a two team tournament and then they're all going to come together. Okay. I should have read the whole article. Saturday, the Lawrenceville winner will play the Pickneyville winner. And that's going to be the state tournament. Uh, so okay. I guess they're split. instead of one tournament at Lawrenceville, it's pods throughout the state. And then you're all, so Brian was not two points away from Knoxville. <laughs> as I, um, so, yeah. You know, 40, so nice job. Way to round out your junior pro career, Brian. Yeah. 42 40 loss in the state tournament semi. Those Lawrenceville, that, 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 those Lawrenceville squads at my age, they were good. Um, you know, uh, I did just remember something. So it probably, what year was that? 79? This was 80, 80, 81, 81, the 80, so 81. Season. It probably would have been, it must've been the 78. Let me look real quick. Cause yeah. Cause Brian Laughlin wasn't in there 79. So this would have been 78. The all-stars. We went down to Kentucky or somewhere for the tournament. And I just, I was like, just dressed, like literally wasn't even going to play. I was one of the youngest ones and it was Laughlin and Cress and, and those older guys. And we got down there and I remember this now because Mike Leasty was the coach and there was some birth certificate snafu and well over half the team couldn't play. Okay. And I had to start as the the little kid on the team because we couldn't we half of our team couldn't play so i do well, i do remember this yeah, so that would probably would have been was, 78. if it was 78 i mean that's the one i i got so into the keith rohawk conversation i okay. didn't even go through the red hill roster on that um so and this may have been like an early you may have played in another tournament but in this round like brian laughlin led the way with 10 so i know mm -hmm. and it may have been could, could have been the next year too but yeah brian laughlin with 10. you had jimmy medlin on that team if any of these um names i and I, when every time we go to these, like that, those 84, 85 classes, so much tragedy in those classes. Like every name I mentioned yeah. here, yeah, these names true. are like Brian Laughlin, Medlin, Polk. Uh, wow. The yeah, guys that were, um, it seemed like there was maybe another one on this team. Um, so, wow. But yeah, those, they were great athletes. And they were all like, Mike Hill. Like, at least to us. The, yeah, Mike Hill. That's the other one. I knew there was another, Mike Hill was on that team too. That, um, and to me, as a little kid at Red Hill, like these were like, they're not just good athletes from like 84, 85. These are like the iconic people. Like these are the kids, like as a little kid. Right. Like, Mike Hill, he was in my dad's class. He had that, I mean, you couldn't, I mean, he had a big kind of afro back then. I mean, so like as a little, like four year, four or five year old, you, uh, <laughs> you, you just, I just thought he was it's like the coolest kid. I would love it when I would see him. Um, always smiling, but, always happy. Yeah. And of course, I mean, 
as a young kid, Jimmy Medal on the <clears> basketball <throat> court. And um, I always well, you knew the Laughlin's. I ran in Todd being Jack's son and all that. So these were like the guys that like I knew when I was, was yeah. kid kids. So, um, but yeah, that's just one when I was, so that is, so I, I definitely want to talk about that 78 team. So I'm glad, and I didn't, so I'm glad you brought that up, but Gary, I know you've been excited to get into the 82 roster. So I got 82 for sure here. This is a, a this lot is a of kids. Season. There's a lot of kids playing here. I thought maybe I got to sneak on. I didn't play in 82. It looks like, so I must've just missed out or for whatever reason, but looks like this year you had four varsity teams. We had varsity and junior varsity is the way it was termed this year. Mm. We had the Pistons and then that the, listen to some of these coaches we have during junior pro this year. Okay. Pistons were led by coach buddy. Lackey. All right. Coach buddy. Lackey on his squad was Jason Brinkman, JC Brookhart, Brant Havel, Ashley Hessler, some new names here. <laughs> Jay Myernick, Stacy Moore. They broke up the the dynamic duo. Finally, <laughs> Stacy Moore, Steve Purcell, and Kevin a Tucker on Jeez. the Pistons. Kevin, a young kid, so he's getting that extra year. The Greg Laughlin, Tony Gaither rule. <laughs> the Cavaliers are led by Coach Doug Hardacre. You got Joe Ash, coaches. Joe Ash, Frank Doherty, Scott Hardesty, Brandon Masterson. David McAdow, Chuck Meek, Lance Smith, and Jimmy Worth. Okay. okay. Pretty solid team. The Very. Knicks were led by Coach Jerry Widener. You had Steve Blackwell, Carl Campbell, Francis Carey, Doug Reed, Craig Smith. I don't know who Craig Smith is. Is that ring a bell? Was yeah, that Scott went, and Craig Smith? I think he – yeah, I think they were brothers. Yeah, yeah Craig, Craig was um, – Craig was just like a year older than me, I think. So he must have been playing. He must have had an older birthday. But yeah. Tommy Widener, Brad Wells, and Sean Wells were on the Knicks. Okay. The Bulls, coached by Coach Richard Richard York. I think you know where we're going to go with this team. Yes. We got Bobby Bowser, Donnie Deckard, Scott Gasparic, Mike Gray, Steve Jordan, Spencer Vaughn, and the York brothers, Bobby and Clifford, rounding out that squad. Yeah, I guess there were several 1990 guys in there, so it wasn't that big of a deal to have Craig Smith there. But, yeah, Ashley and those guys, there's other 90 guys. But, um, yeah. Yeah, The the young group here was uh, six teams. So, little had had a few more kids playing this. We had the Phoenix Suns, led by by Coach Roy Lancaster. You had Jeff Clark, member of the 92 regional champion team, Jeff Clark. Uh, What's that? I said Jeff Clark was a monster on on my '84 team. Oh, yeah, a couple, couple years from now, so Ronnie Collison, Terry Fiscus, Jason Fulton, Mark Lancaster, Danny Worstel, and it says Jason M. Young. Which he still go- I I saw that. I was like, yeah, he still goes by that, like on social media, Jason oh, yeah. M. Young. So forty Jason some Michael. years ago. 40-some years ago, he was going by that. Uh, I, that's news to me. I didn't know that. <laughs> the Lakers were led by Coach David Piper. You got Gene Allen, Aaron Brinkman, Eric Holt, Scott Piper, Jason Riggs, Billy Schick, and Donnie Schick. That's a good team. I like that team. I like, yeah. The Bucks led by Coach Bob Hobbs and Steve Potts, two coaches on this team. You got Allen Barry, Mike Hayes Jr., Dave Hobbs, Chip Jamerson, Troy Jeez. Moore, John Phipps, and David Seed. Yes, we, we, I won't go too in-depth on that season on the Chip Jamerson episode. I go in-depth on this roster. <laughs> David, what were you going to say? 
Alan uh, Alan Barry would later be known as uh, Alan Stinger Stoltz. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. So oh, I, I forgot that, yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, very excited. Just to recap, very excited to be on Dave Hobbs' team. I was the, surprisingly the only seed school kid on that whole. We were all petty oh, Washington yeah. Sumner. So the only so I got to meet all kinds of yearbook kids, kids I'd seen the yearbook through this team. Um, some big names, but uh, yeah, I we we definitely had the biggest kid in the whole league. The Hawks were led by Coach John Piper and Greg Laughlin. You got Brian Fuller, Gary Gray, Matt McCullough making his debut, <laughs> Craig Piper, Doug Stevenson, Kyle Turner, and Terry Ulrich. That's a good team. Yeah, that is a good you gotta team. You got to like that team. I mean, you know, with McCullough, Gr- Gary Gray's yeah. athletic, um, Doug Stevenson, athletic. There's a lot yeah. of athletes on that team. The Celtics led by Coach John Putney. You got PJ Devon. Brady Havel, Brian Havel, Trent Masterson, Sheriff Trent Masterson, Johnny Putney, Jimmy Secrest, Brandon Smith, and Brent Wells. Jeez, break that well, the team. Well, the team, <laughs> that team had to be good. They were good. They, they had Brandon, so. I, I remember Brand, Brandon thought very highly of this team. When I think of Junior Pro okay. and Brandon, I think of how much he loved that. He First of all, he loved the Celtics back then. Loved Larry Bird, so he he was excited to be on that team, and I know he loved the Havel brothers. So uh, oh, he wow. always like I barely knew them back there, just through like a, through yearbooks. But he really he always like talked about how he liked being teammates with those guys. So tenacious, that's a, that's a good team. Yeah, the Seventy Sixers led by Coach Doug Andrews. They might as well call this team brothers. You got Chad and Eric Andrews. Okay, you got Chad and Corey Ray. You got Jason and John Williams. Oh wow! And then uh, Rob Wells rounded out that team. Wonder if Rob Rob's Wells. brother didn't play. I guess not. <laughs> and it looks like for the first year ever, we got girls division. Okay. Oh, a whole division now. Yes. Oh, the wow. Pacers were led by Coach Alvin Caldwell. You got Melissa Baxter, Denise Bowser, Julie Davis, Bonnie and Connie Lancaster. Mindy Purcell, Michelle Stevenson, Melinda Weiss, Michelle Weiss, and Jenny Worth. Oh, we could have gone uh, four teams here. I, there's yeah. a lot of kids. Yeah, the a lot of those girls led by Coach Steve Cunningham. Wonder Coach who. Steve Cunningham <laughs> brought um Barbie Byerly, Amanda Cunningham, okay, Mary Martha Cunningham. I like this. Jamie team. Gray, Tammy Hardison, Jamie Gray. <laughs> It's funny that Jamie Gray and Tammy Hardesty were on the same <laughs> Sonya and Tana Holtz, Marianne James, and Ginger Apaldin rounded out the Spurs. So These are good teams. Yeah, they, they are a really good I like good that team. They, split up Man- they split up Mandy and Denise. That was good. I um, had to do that. Uh, Mandy did have Mary Martha with her, though, but... Denise gets Melissa gets Melissa Baxter. She was a Washington school kid who ended up. Oh, playing, oh yeah, I forgot about her. Playing for the Casey Westfield Warriors. I was gonna say she was a good basketball post. player Washington, yeah. from what I remember. Yeah, she I mean, was in high school. We played him in the sectionals yeah, one year, yeah. regionals or something. Listen, regionals. I I love Tana, and she's obviously a junior <laughs> pro trailblazer, is one of the founding, but I don't know about her basketball skills. I'm gonna have to do some research on this. And talk about athletes, Barbie Byerly. She, she an was athlete, an athlete. So yeah, she was on my um, little league team. She was twelve and I was nine on the moose. My okay. First hey, and speaking of, real quick, do you know where athletes like to go eat after the games? Well, I got a couple <laughs> of choices. Well, I um, played the wrong music, but do you know where athletes like to go eat after the games? 
Griffin's Pizza House. Close. Gray's Restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they if they want, like, not pizza, they go to Gray's Restaurant in Bridgeport, 955 East State Street. Of course, you can give them a call, 945-9501 if you want to pick it up. But, guys, I think the best thing to do is just go in, sit down, have a drink, and have a meal. It's one of my favorite things to do. We just yep, did yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, during her cruise, we 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 were there before and after, and after the cruise. The cruise we yeah. So yeah, they got uh, they put their uh, lunch specials up on the Facebook page Wednesdays. Of course, those great beef Manhattans, but hand cut steaks, breaded tenderloins, and the greatest burgers in the whole wide world at Gray's Restaurant in Bridgeport. Let the Gray family cook for your family today. Now the Rally other Apple. place. <laughs> real quick that you want to go oh. is Let's keep going for our food I guess. Okay. Tyler Griffin's Pizza House if you look for good pizza Bridgeport style pizza just drive to the dog pound chip right and then turn around drive to the dog pound and it's right there yeah so like if you're on Judy Avenue and you're facing you know like where the press box is Okay, so I'm not in a car. I'm walking. Well, whatever you are. But let's say you're walking. And you're in fr- like you're looking over at the press box, okay? Right. Now turn right. around, and it's right oh, there. Oh, where Lou's used to be? Yes, for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and if you wanted to call him, Jim, what would you dial? You would dial 945-3663. That's 945-FOOD. So anyway, give them a call. You know, they're open Tuesday through Sunday, 4 to 9. Of course, the first Friday of every month, 11 to 1 for lunch. Anything that you want on a pizza, just tell them and they'll throw it on there. And this month, the employee picked specialty pizza is the General Chow pizza. So a, uh, a taste of the, of the Orient, as you will, yes. on a pizza this month. So for Bridgeport-style pizza, it's Tyler Griffin's pizza house this that commercial went off the rails but if you're good if listen if, you, if you're hungry go see gray's and or tyler's whatever flip back and forth it's really good yeah i want to make special mention of our referees for the 82 season oh wow referees are listed this year it's gonna really? be bruce jones and david seed are your referees <laughs> i mean i mean there's no surprise there no absolutely and these guys none. Had to do, there were always two games going at once so gary and brian talked about how you play on the two courts and yeah. so are two games going simultaneously so if they refereed every game uh that's a lot of basketball they refereed but those two guys gave so much i mentioned a po- post about david seed one time in the in the old school group i mean he's one of my early memories i picture getting there and being up in the bleachers kind of behind where about the M- reserve seats were but up in the bleacher part and seeing david seed put a nine foot hoop over the existing <laughs> hoop i think of that and i think like here's what i mentioned in that post he had no kids playing in the league he yeah. had his his twins twins basketball. would have been like two would have been about like two then but he just loved red hill and loved basketball and like those are it's those type of guys that and it, it, guys and girls i mean men women that make programs great i mean brian oh. i know you're at bar reeve a proud athletic tradition i'm sure a, there's a lot of people that give a lot to bar reeve that don't really have kids involved in sports i mean yeah absolutely great. the great yeah. programs have that so kudos to david see i don't know bruce jones as well as you guys do but but obviously he's given a lot to and still is in 2023 giving a lot back to the program and i know back in the day we were all 
you know, five foot tall. However, Jones, Leasty, Seed, Andrews. What we go about six five, <laughs> six six across yes. that line of coaches? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> and Gary, then we talked ahead. about you know we talked about playing, getting to play on the Friday night, and how special that yes. was, and how nerve wracking <laughs> that was to get to do that. And and not only did you play on just any old game, you played on Senior Night. At least oh. 1982. That's what you did. Wow. So, and I yeah. just said we played at the uh, part of the festivities of senior night, the Unitune Junior Pro Teams. We playing during the half. That's really smart. At the end though, of the junior varsity game to pack because those nights are always better attended than any you're other game. Bring, yeah, you got to be your and Alney was good back then. I mean, they're good again now, but they went through a state where they weren't that good. But they were still good at this time. So Alney's going to bring a huge crowd. Short drive. You got senior night. You got the Red Hill Junior Pro's going to bring all kinds of people in here. Plus, it's just, and plus, your normal Red Hill fans. I'm sure it was a full house that night. I bet. And what a, and yeah, I would have been part of. I, hopefully, my team played that. I don't know if they did a separate nights or if everybody did it on one night, but I'm sure I was part of this that night. And you so couldn't have got more than five minutes of action, right? No, but it felt. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, I I, I can kind of get that feeling when it's over. It's like because you finally you finally work up a sweat and you got the nerves worked out, and then your five minutes were up once you kind of got comfortable out there on the court. Yeah, do, do so I'm glad to get those rosters to five. I mean, the, yeah. everybody would get in. Do you have the end of the year uh, for '82? Oh, the All Star Game. I yeah, sure do. This the state tournament, I should say. Yeah. Um, so at state tournament, um, they didn't. Lawrenceville is going to go to nationals this year. They beat Pickneyville in the championship game. But I do have an earlier score here. Red Hill did lose in the semifinals uh, to Lawrenceville, forty-nine to thirty-one. Um, Bobby Bowser led us in points with 10. And then in the third place game, we played Alney. So I said it was a one on one and done, but I guess you got a third place game too. We only defeated us in the third place game. Bobby Bowser led us again with 15. Stacy Moore had 12. Um, so, uh, good luck to Lawrenceville as they advance to Knoxville. I, I would love for Red Hill to make it there one year. That would be great. That would be cool. We'll, we'll see for sure. Well, we want to move on to 83. I'm ready. The debut of one David King and Gary Emmons in junior pro basketball. Jeez. The size yeah. of the King. It was a sad, uh, it was a sad team for me. But. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to, we're going to get to it here. It's uh, another pretty big group here. It looks like we had uh, NBA teams. We have Big Ten teams, it looks like. Oh, wow. Actually, it says Big Ten, but it's Indiana, Illinois, Kentucky, and UCLA. So that's <laughs> that Big Ten that is. I think it was the, was that the older kids? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. Well, it's, it's almost getting, the Big Ten now. Yeah, yeah, it's getting there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Very true. We had a little uh, a forethought into that. Yes. NBA teams, uh, I like this. The Sonics led by George Lyles, one of the classic uh, families of the early 80s. You yeah. got, he had a son, Jeffy Lyles. You had the, the Williams brothers. Bucky Wee, Scott Murray, Mike Evans, and Shelby Jones making his debut. Okay. The Suns led by... It says Floyd Padrick. I have a feeling that's Floyd Roderick. Roderick. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you had Rod Roderick, Mike Hayes, PJ Devin, Ed Metal, Matt McCullough, Jeff Clark, and Andy Preston. Yeah, they went right They went big time petty with that team. Floyd went and got the petty kids, except for Clark and Preston. They were all petty the first five. The Celtics, led by John Putney, had a son, John Putney. Eric Holtz, Timmy Skipworth, Doug Stevenson, Josh Seibert, 
John Phipps and Chris Moore. The Hawks. Watch, this is my team. That's a Washington yeah. heavy team. True. Very Washington. <laughs> why, why? Why didn't he choose me? I was because <laughs> Rafe. Uh, somebody snags you before you I, get, I, I guess so. I won't say who. Yeah. <laughs> I do know this. John Piper's coaching the Hawks again this year, guys. Okay. okay. John Piper's got Craig Piper, Scott Piper, Bless Bubba Baker. Jeff Waldrop, Troy Moore, Terry Olick, and Gary Emmons uh, rounds out the Hawks roster. You have a didn't you post a picture of that team? Somebody I got our team picture. It's on the it's on the website. It's on okay, the. I knew uh, I'd seen that picture recently. The 76ers, led by of course Doug Andrews. You had Eric Andrews, Chad Ray, Chip Jamerson, Jason Riggs, Dusty Petty, Chancey Roderick. And Colin Ray, that, you're the old guy on this team. I was the old guy. I went Damn, in on the Chip the, Jamerson episode. I went in depth on this. I was in fourth grade. I was eligible to play in the Big Ten division that year, but stayed down with some other fourth graders and played in the younger division. I go into all the reasoning on the Chip Jamerson episode. But I'm in fourth grade. And we're all second graders and kindergartners besides me. Uh, so um, we were not – apparently – I, I talked to somebody from another team. Apparently, we beat them, and I didn't. I f- figure we didn't win a game, but I talked to a opponent that we'll get to later on, and he said their team didn't win a game, so we must have beaten somebody that year. So there we'll you find go. Out. Yeah. The Bulls team, led by Coach Bud Schick, he had Donnie Schick, Clint Core, Kelly Tidwell, Justin Grismer, Aaron Brinkman, Justin Shearez. It says Justin Shear <laughs> and Kelly Tucker. I like that team. <laughs> the Lakers, led by Chuck Ash. Matt Schrader, Chucky Ash, Mike Maddell, Alan Stinger Stoltz, Rob Waller, Brent Wells, and Jeremy Ash. I like the Waller Stoltz inside outside. I like that. Yeah. The Pacers led by Coach Ray Frazier. I think you're saying Pank. Boy, <laughs> and his boy Eric Frazier, Trent Master, it says. Trenton Masterson, Jimmy Seacrest. A lot David of misspellings on these <laughs> rosters. <laughs> <laughs> David King, Mark Fleck, Eric Kern and Jason Michael Young. Dang. We were we were bad. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible. King claims they did not win a game that year, and King remembers all this kind of stuff better than I do. So I'm guessing the Sixers beat the Pacers in the regular season that year. I don't have that. I just know we were bad. I'd be shocked if we won a game. <laughs> I know that we lost our coach halfway through the season. I, I think <laughs> I, due I think to frustration. Fraser, I think well, I think Mr. Fraser got sick or something like that and missed like half the game. And like Mike Ray was our coach half the year. Okay, it um, was it was weird. It was a weird season. So well, yeah. If if the the if Grandpa Ray, I don't know if he had his VHS recorder yet, his camcorder yet. I've been early for that, right? He, I was he, I was with Chad and Colin. If the Pacers, if we can somehow uncover that Pacers 76ers junior <laughs> pro game, I would pay lots of money. Oh, to see yeah. That game. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> the, old, the older kid groups get into the Big Ten, Indiana, led by Coach Greg Laughlin. You had Stacey Moore, Corey Ray, Jimmy Worth, David Schuper, Kyle Turner, Tony Weston, and David Seed. Okay. This is, and this is a little David Seed. This is not the, yes. the non relationship. <laughs> the Fighting Illini, led by Coach Richard York, had Ronnie Collison, Clifford York, Jason Brinkman, Mike Gray, Ed Sechrist, Mark Lancaster. Okay. Kentucky, led by J.C. Middaw, had Lance Smith, David McAdow, Gary Gray, Doug Bledsoe, Brandon Smith, 
Frank Doherty. That's a tough team right there. Frank has been playing for a long Frank time. Frank has been going at this for a while. Frank's got 10 years in the league now. <laughs> UCLA, led by Alvin Caldwell, had uh, Bobby Heron. Man, there's a name I haven't heard in a long Bobby time. Heron. Chad Andrews, Steve Purcell, Brad Wells, Brandon Masterson, and Carl Campbell. Okay. Okay. Got the girls back this year. Okay, let's see if they kept Denise and Mandy apart or if they got on the same team. I'm not going to look at these rosters. Trying to get massive rosters again. Trying to the get eight, the- this is the ABA, the Spurs, led by Steve Cunningham. Spurs. Mary, Mary and Mandy, Angie Hartz, Michelle Stevenson, Connie Cullison, Angie Cruel, Angie Sims, Andrea Petty, Chris Piper, Dana Purcell, Jenny Worth, and Joey Lyles. Okay. Pretty good team, right there. <laughs> What's it say? A- A- Angie, Angie Sims in the middle, and uh, yeah, true. I mean, Mandy, Mandy Mary Guard. That, that'd be a tough team, right there. I discounted that Angie Sims addition to the team. Yeah, it says Joey Lights, L Y T E S. Joey Lyles. The Warriors, led by Coach Steve Andrews. Pretty sure this is his debut coaching. You got Robin Andrews, Tiffany Toole, Barbie Byerly, Tammy Hardesty, Denise Bowser, Julie Herring, Emily Hartz, Michelle and Melinda Weiss, and the Holt sisters are back. Sonia and Tana are back. Hey, Tana's Tana, third year. Tana's been at this for a while now. She had um, to get better. It's almost like because Mandy and Mary Martha were on the same team, and you know they're good. Um I, it's almost like Steve got like maybe like the next four or five picks because it's like he got because Steve Cunningham got those Steve Andrews he was able to load his roster with Byerly, Bowser, Tool, the Holt sisters, Michelle Weiss. I mean, he had a lot of those great varsity players who were like the yeah after the Mandy Mary Martha. Or, I mean, I wouldn't say Denise would be after, but Denise and then some of those role players after Denise. Um, so the rosters ended up pretty even. Of course, you're not going to stop Mandy, but no. um, I think they did a good job of let's let Steve have the first four picks in the draft to even this out a little bit. And if I remember right, there's not a whole lot on 84, right? I couldn't find it. I wish. I can I can go a little bit off. I'll go a little bit. I'll go into the uh, All-Star game with you. And I can go some memories, a couple memories with you on 84 and a picture I have on my phone. I've got, I've um, got an 84 story, but I don't okay, remember. Okay, so we got a lot of organic just off the yeah. top of our head type. Yeah. How, was the 80, hold on, how was the 83 uh, state team? Okay, let's see if we can finally get to Nationals here. Uh, let's see, Lawrence will be Wayne City 50-47. to 47. Lawrence will advance to the championship. Get, okay, Red Hill. Lost to Lawrence in the semifinals, forty-six to twenty-four. So, Lawrenceville, powerful junior high program. It looks like we were led in scoring by Lance Smith with thirteen points. Bobby Heron with eleven. Um, I I can't remember who this Bobby Heron was. Um, I know that name's familiar, but I don't know. Uh, he's good. Uh, Clifford scored ten. Um, did they completely shut out Stacy? Is that? Um, and then David McAdow with four. And then that I guess that was in the uh, I'm not sure who we were playing. That was that was the third place game. And the game we played against Lawrenceville in the semifinals, Tad Schick let him in scoring with 13. And then um clean scores. And that's uh, maybe that was the Lawrenceville game. But yeah, I guess those were some of the names. It's mainly a Lawrenceville story. So there's just a little bit of Red Hill in there. So I didn't yeah. have a lot, but we did not win national or not win in state that year. Okay. So did you so here's my 84 memories. I did play in the Big Ten that year. I finally <laughs> moved up to my correct division. Uh, I remember I'm sitting here saying, 
Oh, I would have not liked to play at the K five six or my junior pro. Well, my junior pro games were at the K five six or now that I remember that season. Really? It, there were there weren't a lot of us that played. It was mainly I it was the fifth and sixth grade league. We'd play like on Saturday afternoons, like I swear like two or three o'clock in the afternoon. Uh it was definitely not your normal junior pro feel. It was more like fifth and sixth grade right. basketball practices. What it is more of us to get extra work in is kind of what it was. It was not, and you say there's not anything in the paper. I don't know how, I mean, David's got some from the younger division to share, I guess, but I played in that older division. We had like four teams. Um, some like Brandon didn't even play that year, which was disappointing. That bummed me out that he did play. I'm not sure what his reasoning for not playing was, but um, really, so that kind of stunk that he didn't play. But so we did, have an all-star we out of these kids that would come in on Saturday afternoon and play. Uh, we did have an all-star team and they it really wasn't an all-star team. I think it was mainly whoever wanted, wanted to be to on be, it. Yeah. We weren't like pick. I, I was on this team because I, I, I will tell you, it was a great experience. Uh, it was a, ner- it was a nervous ex- experience going through this was my fifth grade year. So I'd been through coach Bowser's practices, which were good, well-run practices, but stepping on the court with coach Ray and John Brooks, I, our practices were in the high school gym and they were they were intense. I mean, they were. I <laughs> Coach Bowser was a great coach, but his he's more kind of soft spoken, laid back, not a yeller type of thing. Uh, these were a little more not that way. Um, so Coach Ray, we would practice like after school at the high school. I remember we went up that my first time ever in the high school library. We went up there and watched Bob Knight like a coaching video that showed his team going through drills on the court. I remember and that video. We'd go down and try try to do those drills our, ourselves. Um, I learned a lot about. Why my, was John Brooks there? I don't know, he was our assistant coach, according to the picture here. <laughs> I guess looking at the future, I mean, what year is this? Playing, this is '84, so this has been your freshman year. So he was new. He was new, so he's it was fresh to him still. Yeah, second time, first year of the second time around. So, um, so our I can go through the roster here with you. We had a fun field trip uh, to um, the super sectional. Watch Flora and Madison play. Uh, Ronnie Cullison, we took him in our car there. I, I laughed about as hard as that that night as I ever had. <laughs> that kid was hilarious the whole way there. Back. Great, the car that night. Here's the all-star team. Uh, or not the all, they don't call it the all-star team. The Red Hill Junior Pro team is what this was. But we did play in the state tournament. So it was uh, Eric Colts, Chip Jamerson, David C., Chad Ray, young Chad Ray moving up, uh, Colin Ray, Corey Ray. Uh, Colin was just a manager, sorry. there. They they co- said Colin, but it was Corey in the picture. Yeah. Uh, Eric Andrews, manager Colin Ray, head coach Mike Ray, then Donnie Decker. I don't know why I'm looking at the names at the bottom. I know who all these kids are. I can just look at them. <laughs> Don, Don, Donnie Decker, Mark Lancaster, Scott Piper, Chad Andrews, Gene Allen, uh, Ronnie Cullison, and then assistant coaches John Brooks and Bob Waller. So it was an all, all-star coaching staff. This um, John Brooks thing is weird to me. <laughs> so yeah, he's in the team picture with this. Over at Lawrenceville, the state tournament, the picture was taken. But there was a little bit of controversy with this team. I know one of the parents, I wish we had Bridgeport leaders back then, or not back then, now I wish we could. I know there was an article, a letter to the editor and the Bridgeport leader from one of the parents complaining that his son didn't get any playing time at the state tournament. Yeah. He'd been to all these practices and everything and then went to Lawrenceville. And I, we, we played two games that day, I think, and didn't – I don't think he saw a lick of playing time. So letter to the editor. But, uh, hey, I – because I didn't play – several of us didn't play. Uh, you know, Mark Lancaster, Chad Ray, a bunch of us didn't play. Interesting you would uh, write a letter to the editor versus talking to the coach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's uh, – so – 
I, I kind of didn't like because I knew I sat by, I didn't, there's like four of us that didn't play. So I didn't want to feel like I was lit, you know, like it lumped in with this, that my parents and I agreed with this also. So, I mean, like I said, I was happy to be there. It was, it was a fun experience. I learned a lot. Um, so um, that, yeah, we were, I think we lost maybe both of our games. But I mean, it wasn't, we had a lot of our fifth, I mean, really our only fifth grade didn't play was Brandon of our top players. Uh, the other ones were all there, as as you heard me say. We, but like we didn't have Dave Hobbs. I mean, you had those two guys to the roster, Hobbs and Brandon. It's a different team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, we had Ronnie Cullis and we didn't, uh, but we didn't have Sean Potts. I mean, he would have been played back then. So it wasn't our full roster. Uh, but yeah, good experience. But that was my my one year in the state tournament. And then I did not play junior pro the next year, thinking, well, Brandon's not going to play. I'm not playing anymore. Brandon went out the next year, but that's, that's okay. <laughs> I wish I would have played the next year. The next I think year you and Brandon's fun. communication was off a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. I feel like you so could have found out. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably should have asked about it more. I think I just assumed and never even asked, but but it was fine. I was my junior pro career. I was fine just sticking to the fifth and sixth grade season. So that leads that Gavin, what do you got from the younger kids group in '84 that year? What's your story you want to share with us? Oh, I just you know we're talking about you know how talked about you know you go into the varsity games watching your favorite players sure. play like on Friday night, then you go to the same gym. So I'm going. My favorite varsity player at the time is Chuck Miller. Shooting, Hole number thirty-one. Shooting, yeah. shooting from shooting from the corner. <laughs> so Chuck Miller is running our like we're like practicing for the game. So Chuck Miller is like standing right by me, like throwing me balls. <laughs> oh, wow! I started I started chucking him up from the corner of the you know the side the side goal the side hoops yeah. side hoops. Are we on the south? I've always pictured this story at the southeast hoop. Is that it? Would be the northwest. Okay. (laughs) Wow, this completely changes. The one closest to the entrance of the locker room. Okay, this completely changes my picture of the story. (laughs) So so I jack up. I hit like five of them in a row. (laughs) Chuck Miller stops. He's like, I think we got the new next Chuck Miller on our hands. Oh, <laughs> that's that's what you want to hear from your hero. That's high praise. That's okay. very high praise. Did give, it work give out? Little, give you a little bit of confidence going in, going into the season. How did that? We had a, we, we had a pretty. I can't, I cannot remember my team. I want to say 76ers and I want to say Doug Andrews was the coach. <laughs> but chances are, <laughs> no I <laughs> I, I know Jeff. I know it was me, and I know Jeff Clark was on the team, and Jeff Clark was good. I mean, he was big, and he was a head taller than everybody else. Right. He could probably dunk it on those goals back then. And I was, I had a decent, I had a decent year. I mean, we won several games, and I do remember when we played on the court, but you know, between, uh, you know, between the JV and the varsity game, and I cannot remember if it was our team playing or was it. They just mix a bunch of kids together and we played. How how the I would play. I fear you're with your team, but mate, I I don't know. I would. We didn't have that much time, so I I don't know. Anyway, I remember scoring four points. Golly, King! (laughs) It's like a blue light game. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it goes go back to the David King episode and other episodes. this career could have blossomed more, except for the free throw ladder. Yeah, that free throw ladder killed yeah, him. Yeah, man, <laughs> I mean, I know, yeah. Richard Dixon completely no, 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 the derailed. Free throw ladder. I won the free throw ladder. Okay. Okay. 
the uniform that didn't still, fit you. Still got cut. Still got cut from the team. Yeah. Okay. I, I still blame Richard Dixon for you not being in the NBA. <laughs> At least the ABA. <laughs> We want to move on to 85? Yeah, but Gary, I figured you had a bunch of 85 stuff printed out, so I had printed a ton out. So I didn't. I know some things from memory from this team, so I'm going to depend on you for all the details. Well, we'll get into the, the, the teams just real quick here. This looks like we got the high school kids coaching us this year. Uh, Height Baldwin led the Rockets. Height and Bobby Maddow led the Rockets. And then he had they had Jeremy Ash, Jeffy Laos, Chuck Ash, Kelly Tucker, Steve Ash, Spencer Rossboro, Justin Shear. And Brant Wells, the Hawks led by Kevin Clark. I don't know who Kevin Clark is. Don't know him. That name's not ringing a bell, but he had Chad Hill and Andy Preston, Shelby Jones, Charlie Hill, Chad Swing, Derek Holstack. That's a name I don't know. Yep. Derek actually passed away a couple of years after that. Really? He, as, well, he was like nine or ten, and uh, I think he was hit by he was hit by a car. Oh, shoot. Ugh. More tragedy here. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Hayes, Mike Floyd. The Bulls were led by Brian Emmons picking the Bulls. Knew Michael Jordan was going to be a thing, didn't yeah. he? 85. Coach Brian Emmons led uh, Gary Emmons, Brad Gray, Jason Anderson, Chad Snyder. I don't remember Chad. Jeff mm-hmm. Waldrop, Dusty Jones, and Zach Chancellor. Doug Hardinger led the Celtics. He had his boy Todd. He had Colin Roy. I'm assuming that's probably <laughs> Colin Ray. D. Holly, H O L L I, Hollyway. Okay. <laughs> Kevin Kimmel, Brad Joints, Chuck Schick, and Gabe Gray making his debut. Believe it or not, Doug Andrews is coaching the Sixers, guys. <laughs> Doug Andrews and John Putney coached. Dusty Petty, Eric Andrews, Matt Ambrose, Troy Duggar, Joe Kent Cunningham, Justin Marinholtz, Dustin Richardson, and Sean Putney. And then Bobby York led the Lakers. Jason Riggs, Jason Young, Ryan McAdow, Justin Riggs, Chris Tucker, Matt Brown, and Chris Moore rounded out that roster. Um, I, I remember going to one of your games that year. I always think of this team. I Brian was coaching, and you were playing. I, of course, I've already mentioned I've already retired from junior pro at this point. And um, I remember you guys were speaking the Southeast basket. Like, your bench was like, because you would sit like on the the pullout the wooden bleachers. You would if you played the other side, you sat on the stage. If you sat on that, like your bench was like the the pushed in bleachers. Like you'd have yeah. to jump up on top of those bleachers. So I remember those southeast bench sitting by Brian and watching him coach. I think I only went to one game that year, but I was gonna say I was gonna guess is Brad Gray on that team, and I was right because I remember, I always remember Brad Gray being on that team. But uh, yeah, that's my one memory from '85 of the, of the of your season. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I just I don't have a whole lot of memories from that. I think I was probably the scorer on that team by the looks of it, probably. You want to read uh, Brian's roster off to him real quick? Brian, you were the coach of this team. I you coached the a Bulls. junior pro team? <laughs> yeah, yes. you coached me. Well, I had to step away for a second. <laughs> I, I don't remember this. <laughs> you had uh, me, Brad Gray, Jason Anderson, Chad Snyder, Jeff Waldrop, Dusty Jones, and Zach Chancellor. I didn't even know like three of the kids on this team. So, Yeah, I have zero recollection of that. <clears throat> but this was the now I don't have the rosters for the older kids in this one, but this was the team that I remember helping did. out. I don't ever remember being the coach. Huh. You were, I, sat, I sat by you when you were coaching one day. So. How'd I do? <laughs> you did great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you big went over the Celtics that day. Oh, good. No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just making that up. <laughs> it looks like we played a five game schedule. That's what it was in eighty in eighty five. Was a little five gamer. 
I don't have the rosters for the older kids, but uh, we can get into the team. This is the team that uh, – yeah. And, Gary, I think I, well, you may have said something about this the other day when we were talk, preview, or getting ready for this episode. I think maybe it was more just getting for, ready for the All-Star team, basically. Well, possibly. They, it was anybody, if you want to go out and there's, but I don't know if they play like a full game schedule. I think it was more, let's prepare and try to win a state tournament for once. Well, this is the debut of um, some of my favorite uniforms in uh, Red Hill history. The more of a powder blue uniforms with a belt buckle on yeah, the, those are our, those are our fifth. So this was a team that looks like, uh, and they were old when I was in fifth grade, but go ahead. <laughs> They finally won. Uh, they finally won state. State champs going to Knoxville for the first time. Was awesome. I was a little. I have to admit. I remember this. There was some. There was some. I was kind of jealous. I mean, I wasn't mad or anything, but I was like, ugh, I was kind of bummed out that I was going to miss out on all this. And uh, it's like my whole a lot of my sixth grade teammates were all going. So, but Looks go like ahead. It was, Brooks, it was awesome. John Brooks stepped away from the team this year. So <laughs> it's just Mike Gray and Bob Waller led the team. It looks like in the picture here we got. Uh, Scott Piper, Matt McCullough, Gene Allen, Chad Andrews, Brandon Smith, which is funny in the picture. Brandon's taller than Chad in this picture. Oh, yeah. It's got to be Mike Hayes. Yep. Front row looks like Rob Waller, Rodney Roderick, Eric Holtz, Corey Ray. Then I think that's got to be Chad. Yeah, or Chad's in that picture. And then managers Eric Andrews and Colin Ray. So this team actually advanced and made it to the – National tournament down in Knoxville, Tennessee. That didn't work out so hot. I think it looked like we only got one game in down there. The way I, the way I found it, Chip, do you have any other remembrance of that? Did, did they play Lexington, Kentucky? I always remember that. The Bluegrass, yes, they played Lexington. That's all I remember. Red Hill played number one ranked Bluegrass, which I don't know how we knew they were number one ranked. But, um, <laughs> we played yeah, them in Knoxville. No one's Tennessee. gonna be able to argue it. Yeah, Lexington, Kentucky Bluegrass. <laughs> We Bluegrass led 12 to 4 in the first period. Blue, Bluegrass then outscored the Slukies 17 to 8 in the second quarter. And it was 29 to 12 at halftime, and it's that's going to be tough to come back from. Bluegrass long got stronger in the third period, outscoring Red Hill 22 to 6 in the third quarter, and then the, then the fourth quarter they beat us 16 to 10. So, you know, we got we got got a hand it to us pretty good in the game. Uh Corey Ray led the scoring. Uh, with nine points. Ray also finished sixth in the free throw contest, which every player in the tournament is allowed to participate. Oh, that's cool. Brandon Smith put up five points. Chad Andres, it says, <laughs> added four. Eric Colts uh, put in three. Scott Piper, Matt McCullough, Rodney Roderick each scored two points. Mike Hayes scored one to round out the scoring. Looks like they had uh, a lot of good uh, support from the local merchants to support them to go down there, but just ran into a buzzsaw with this blue. I'm, go- I'm curious if any of these players that uh, we see in the last names here for the bluegrass. We have a Garner, a Jackson, Lalande, or, L- or Lalande, I don't know, sure. Crane, Gomez, Mays, Poe. Yeah, these kids didn't. Yeah, I'd like to research them. some of those kids and see if you went D, eventually went D1 or anything. I'm sure they did if they beat us like that. <laughs> yeah. So ran into a buzzsaw and, I, uh, you know, lost to the number one team. I don't know if they went on. We're, we'll say they went on to win the national championship. So we lost the eventual national champ. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure. Things did. I remember about they they got to they got to either play on the Thompson Bowling Arena court, the Tennessee court back then that who's they had like one of those rubber courts like Louisville. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I uh, remember they got to go on that court. I don't know if they played their game on the court or just got to have a practice and visit it. 
but uh, they got they got their pictures there, which was neat. Uh, I remember I was in sixth grade with Brandon Smith and Eric Holtz, and sitting by them in class. And I don't remember the exact story. I'd have to ask Eric, but uh, they had some hilarious story about. I think Buddy Lackey was a chaperone on this trip, and some hilarious story about Buddy Lackey in the hotel room. But I was I'd like to talk to Eric has a good memory for things. I'd like to talk to Eric sometimes and see if he has any memory of this. But I know they were cracking up about this story in class. <laughs> Anytime Buddy would have been mentioned from there on out, I actually thought of that um, story. So uh, they had, so they had a great time, and they you get a thread going the old school hoop. If somebody puts that picture up today, the guys all have lots of good memories from that. Rodney Roderick, lots of stories to tell about that. So it was a great experience for them. Now I don't have rosters for the '86 team. I don't think we're probably maybe over giving out rosters at this point. But yeah, I I'm this out was a for I'm out for about five years here. This was a uh, this was a tournament that was marred in controversy. Now Brandon and Gina, those guys, they wouldn't have played in the '86 All Star team, right? Not that I remember, but I don't know nothing about the '86 All. So this is going to be completely all news to me. I don't have the roster either myself. I, that's why I say I, I don't have it here at all. There's not a whole lot of information about that um, about uh, the the team here, so I don't have much of that. Um, but you got to think, who's it going to be? A lot of these class of '92 guys. That's who it's going to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know if any of our guys play, would have played in it. Eric Holtz would have been on. Eric play. would have been. Yeah, Eric would have been able to play. That's right. So Eric, Matt, Rob Waller. Um, I don't know if have on those guys. I know this is. A, I know I chose not to play. I don't remember why, but I didn't want to play. Um, and on the All Star team, I think I had a chance. I don't know if I would have played. I would have could, could have been on the team. But Larsonville was going to host the Junior Pro State Tournament this year. The funny thing is that Evansville, Indiana's playing in the uh, state tournament this okay. year. Okay, interesting. So Central Time started. Zone tournament. So participating teams are uh, <laughs> Pickneyville, Murfreesboro, Red Hill, Evansville, Indiana, Olney, and Lawrenceville. Okay. All started in this tournament. Uh, six teams challenging for the Junior Pro State uh, State Champion. It says <laughs> have been reduced to four. Wednesday action, Pickneyville whipped Murfreesboro to gain a spot in Saturday's semifinal round against Evansville, Indiana, while Red Hill demolished Olney 71 to 38. I like My how Evans has a lot of points in junior pro game. Yeah, I like how Evansville has one team. Yeah, Lawrenceville and Red Hill <laughs> says Lawrenceville and Red Hill is going to square off on Saturday. Bridgeport. And Evansville. <laughs> Let's see. Red Hill. Easy win over Olney was, a, was an unexpected surprise, according to Coach Mike Gray. We were expecting a close ball game. I'd heard that Olney had a tough team. We were a little apprehensive. Our kids came out ready to play and just took it to them. We played awfully well. Dan, Dan Brandt was Olney's coach and said he was impressed with Red Hill. Says I have to take my hat off to Red Hill. They are small but quick, and they're a very good basketball team. I wish them luck Saturday against Lawrenceville in the, fi- uh, in the finals. Evansville has not... Evansville has not been moved to Illinois. So I don't know what that even means. The reason, <laughs> <Nice and> joke. <laughs> the reason for their inclusion in the tournament is that, in actuality, the tournament is an Evan, Illinois-Indiana region affair, it says. Ooh. Okay. So the only team uh, – oh, of course, Evansville is the only Indiana team there. Vincent's has something to say about all these <laughs> – the last 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> well, fast-forwarding. Evansville, Indiana is the Illinois Junior Pro State Champion. <laughs> so far. So, oh, so far. The team from the Hoosier State stormed through the tournament Saturday at Lawrenceville High School Gym, crushing Pickneyville. Well, they should. 70 to 23 in the semifinals. 
the city of Evansville me, beats Bridgeport. I mean, that's God. And smothering Red Hill 56 to 30 in the championship game. I mean, Scott Hafner's playing for them. <laughs> While Evansville clearly won this championship on the court, they might not be as fortunate in the boardroom. Saturday's tournament was shrouded in controversy concerning the legality of all but one of Evansville's players' birth certificates. That's coming back again, birth certificates, Brian. I got something on that, too, here in a little bit. (laughs) According to tournament director Phil Alsman, National Junior Pro rules specifically require a state birth certificate as proof of the player's age. The Indiana team only had county certificates for all but one of its players. Well, shouldn't this have been solved prior to game day? I mean, come on. What was uh, what made the situation sticky was the contention uh, contention by Evansville coach John Nottingham that National Junior Pro Chairman Bob Black assured him that county certificates were legal. Black could not be reached Saturday for a clarification. There ain't no cell phones. Prompting Allsman to let Evansville continue to play. Had Evansville been declared ineligible, Red Hill would have been uh, opposed Pickneyville for the championship. An official ruling from Black is expected today, but had not occurred at press time. So Red Hill beat Larsville 54-31 in the semifinals. Pickneyville won the third-place game. Rob Waller pupped in 18 points. Brian Havel 10 to lead Red Hill to win over Lawrenceville. Let's see. In the championship game, the visitors from across the Wabash River jumped to an 18-7 first-period lead. They were never threatened by the smaller Red Hill squad. Red Hill used its quickness and good shooting to gain a berth in the championship tilt, but the size of Evansville team took its toll on the Lawrence County contender. Wait, are we still talking about Evansville when they said they're on the other side of the Wabash River? That's exactly what it says. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> I thought maybe somehow Vincent stuck in this thing. With um, a virtually non-existent inside game, Red Hill was forced to shoot from the perimeter, while Evansville consistently scored from point-blank rage. Range Rod Roderick led Red Hill in the title with nine points, including two buckets from three point range. So, three pointers in 86. Can you imagine in 2023 if something like that happened? Everybody going berserk on social media, yeah. (laughs) And they couldn't even get a hold of the guy on Saturday, yeah. Well, (laughs) yeah, he's out mowing his yard or something. So, Rodney had two three pointers in 86. Uh, Waller. Four each. Unless there's a change made by the national chairman, Evansville will advance to Knoxville and play in the finals. And we assume they did because we don't and know. They did. About we didn't get a go. There, go. there was an article that says Snafu Spurs Junior Pro Basketball Rule Change. So they made us change the rules. Um, but so no Evansville. All these birth certificate controversies, like, were people like cheating that much that? The, the the birth certificate it, thing got so out of crazy or and, and that's the thing because I talked about I played on that junior pro team that went to the state tournament in 84 and I remember my birth certificate I I can remember we had we would have practice like I said after school at the high school we'd walk to the high school and practice and because after the varsity season it ended so we had the gym after school and I remember Mike Ray standing in the coach's office um like studying my birth certificate and like <laughs> letting me know like we got a problem here like, I guess I had one of those count, whatever was not accepted. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, county thing. So he's like, you're like, so I remember my, you're like Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, 
So I remember my mom is like, because this is like a Wednesday and we play on a Saturday or something. Like my mom's having to rush around and rush over to Knox County where I was born or what, and get like a different kind of birth certificate because mine was not, mine did not meet the parameters of, I guess that some of these Evansville kids or whatever didn't. It must be, I'm guessing kids are born in Indiana is what it sounds like. Like me, who was born in Indiana, these Evansville kids. We got different types of birth certificates than the Illinois kids got, is my guess, because that's why mine was such a problem. But yeah, it was a big deal. But like Mike was like, he was, I could just tell he was like really like he was just couldn't in disbelief as he looked at my, my birth certificate in the coach's office. Well, it looks like based off that now, well, certificates are being changed and they're going to uh, Evansville's now getting shipped off. To the either Ohio or I don't know why Indiana, the basketball <laughs> mecca, the world doesn't have their own tournament, but they're getting shipped off to Ohio or, or Kentucky. Right here's Dylan's birth certificate, and it's from Ripley County, so I don't think she would have been eligible. Right, she'd have to get this special one. You you guys would be running around. So be if she gets into the uh, <laughs> the uh, Davies County Junior Pro League. Here. Here's Olivia. Okay, so here's Olivia's. Hers is a state of Indiana birth certificate. That's what you, you need. Have- because she played like AAU basketball or something, didn't yeah, she? So so she probably, you guys probably had to get that for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I had, and that's what I use now. My the one, and you can even the issue date on it's like March something nineteen eighty four. Like that's the birth certificate I use when I need it. Is the one that I got for the junior pro tournament. Here's Kirsten's. Now see her. County. Now see she would be out. She's a local <laughs> record of birth, Davies County, Indiana. Okay, yeah, yeah. she's done. Like she's not playing. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway. So that's all I have. That's all I have well, for there, all my research. There's so the I, problem. I mean, we found that. Yeah. And um, I will tell you one thing. Just we have all these articles and things. People that have listened to us long know us, but and they get us if you've listened to 60 some episodes or close to it. But so none of this is a surprise, just that we're really into this type of thing. But like it, this was like headline news. Like these, these junior pro tournaments were like top of the sports page. Oh. So it wasn't just us that. No, no. And, you know, Quotes by the coaches and everything, like about Red Hills quickness or whatever that night. So yeah, it was a big, big deal back then. So hopefully Eric Adamson can get it back to that. Yeah, I mean you got people in multi states suing each other. <laughs> yes. You can't get a hold of Mr. Black. <laughs> so, so when did the when did the when did the junior pro program then go away? Or like cease to exist? Well, I got one more thing here that I know it went a few years longer. Okay, but I think okay. sometime around the early 90s, early to mid 90s. That's what I was picturing, but. Probably. 1991, a year we all remember fondly. Red Hills going back to Knoxville. Oh, so right. I want to make wow. sure I got, <laughs> I got to this. So we won the state tournament in 1991. And one common theme here is you'll see kids that end up having really good high school careers or, or on good high school teams were part of this, much like our other our yeah. state tournament team that we had before or in the team that should have, if Evansville wouldn't have been in, it would have gone to the national <laughs> tournament. Um, so here's the Red Hill All-Stars from 1991. So these are like 96, 97 grads is who were in 98. Grad. It's 96, 97, 98 guys. Derek McCullough, member of the Red Hill School Board now. Uh, Billy Gray. I will tell you the great Member of the Red Hill get, School Board now. Yeah, part of the Red Hill School Board now. <laughs> uh, the gray kids look like – there was a picture. I, at first when I saw this picture, I said, why is Tracy Gray on that team? I mean, she's much older than these kids. And Oh, that's Billy. I mean, <laughs> those kids, their faces are like exactly the same. And it's not a real clear picture if you look at the Daily Record archive. No, they never I are. I thought it was Tracy. Um, so it's um, 
Derek McCullough, Billy Gray, Nick Grove, seed school legend Nick Grove. I think he's kind of our what he's one of those like what could have been if he would have played in high school because I mean he, the he's what he could accomplish on that court at seed is stuff of legend. Yes. He went to, and he went to nationals um, when he was he's one of those older kids, so he would have been seventh grade on this team. And and Jeremy Marinholtz, one of those older kids, would have been seventh grade. It's always nice to have those. Uh, yeah, on your for team. sure. They, they were coached by uh, Doug Hardacre. Uh, and then uh, running for school board, Matt Brashear was on this team. Uh, the other coach was Stan Stolting. And then we had Steve Wilson, a young Steve Wilson, Brandon Tully, Jamie Stevens, Travis Stolting. So really the wow. core of those 97, 98, yeah. a lot of, I mean, you. I, I thought... J- Josh Young. Oh, as I say, where's the? There's some big names missing here. Not present for the picture. Josh Young, Jared Bryan, and Ben Beard. Maybe your three oh, best players God. on the team. I wonder what they yeah. were. At least two. Of your, Brian and Beard were probably your two best players on that team. And um, I know Steve ended up having the greatest career of all. But at that time, those were probably your two best. Yeah. But yeah, so they opened. They went to. They went to the state tournament, which was held in Lawrenceville. No surprise there, as it is every single year. Uh, and it says for the first time since 1985, Red Hills headed back to the national tournament in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, first time in six years, 38 29 win over Pickneyville for the state title. Um, wow, they captured the state. Pickneyville's a staple in this tournament, yes, yeah, they, they are. are. <laughs> um, so in the semifinal, we beat Lawrenceville 45 to 24, and um, Red Pickneyville beat Alney. And then after leading 12 6 Royal took a 24-11, cruised the win over Lawrenceville in the semifinals. Travis Stolting paces with nine, Jamie Stevens eight, Jerry Marinholtz, Nick Grove, Ben Beard six, uh, Billy Gray, Jared Bryan held to four. I was hyping him up a lot. Uh, Matt Brashear two. And then the championship game, some numbers from that I'll get to. Um, Red Hill took an 11-8 lead after one quarter. 11 people scored for Red Hill that night. Um, Nick Grove, of course, led us with seven point with seven points. Uh, Stolting, Stevens, Brashear, Tully, four. Jared Bryan and Marinholtz had three. Gray, Beard, Derek McCullough, and Steve Wilson each scored two. And we beat Pickneyville by a final score of, uh, uh, not sure of the final. I think it mentioned it maybe a uh, 38-29. It mentioned the beginning of the story. So the 38-29 final. So congratulations. I couldn't find anything about how they did there, but I do know they put a nice little thank you article in the paper for all the people, all the merchants and everything that helped them make that trip possible. So um, Doug Hardick or another guy, give him back. Todd's not on this team. John's not on this team. Yeah, Doug right, Hardick yeah. just and likes I, to coach and, basketball. And I think if we... St- you know, other than the laughs and the good times we had, you know, thank you to the Bruce Joneses and the Dave Seeds and and all of those guys. I mean, yeah, the Doug Hardacres and Greg Laughlin's. So, and Greg, I think Greg kind of became one of those. Like Greg's was always giving back to Red Hill Athletics, it seems yeah. like. So, your Tim yeah, Leasties and Doug Andrews's. Yes. You're Artie Akers. Is. <laughs> so Artie Akers, I always thought of him as a Lawrenceville guy. I was surprised he was coaching Red Hill Junior Pro over there, unless mm-hmm. he was just looking for a coaching gig and had to, and came over to Red Hill and coached. But, mm-hmm. um, Did it he? Because it was big-time basketball, kind of. Was Artie, Artie Akers was on staff uh, for the Lawrenceville Varsity for a while. Yeah, for, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. for quite a while he was, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, is that it? I, that's all is I've that junior that's pro, junior pro Is that episode. Junior Pro Basketball? <laughs> So we so we're thinking that the program then ceased to exist 
yeah, within a, I, a year or two after this. I then. would think so. I honestly quit because re- I knew I knew we had another team that went to national, so I want to make sure I got them in there. I couldn't remember, but I thought it was like Josh Young's year, so I kind of I found in there. I did not research any further, but yeah. it definitely didn't get the publicity that it used to get. I mean, sure, yeah. it, it was. <laughs> we're just. I mean, I know people yeah. think just because you that we always think our that the 80s are ever better than I our generation's maybe. better, but it, it was. Yeah, I, was, I guess maybe, I, I don't facts, know, maybe, some, maybe some other youth league started popping up. Well, and they probably, that's when it probably kind of started getting into more of that travel stuff and, yeah. and all that's, that. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's, yeah, travel you know, helping and, ruin sports. Yeah. And it's, and a lot, you, you got to have a lot of adults that are, if, if yeah. some of those main guys that were kind of not, they've been doing it for 10 or 12 years, kind of got out of it. You got to have somebody else pick up the pick up the baton right. and keep it going. If not, those programs yeah. die. So, it, so yeah. kudos to Eric Adamson and Landon Leasty yeah. and those guys that are getting the junior pro basketball back again. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. All right. Um, what was it we were going to take up as our new cause after since we got volleyball now? Oh, the, oh, the name of our sign. Yeah, Robert <laughs> Kleiner, so, uh, We keep getting corrected that there is a little sign for it, but you wouldn't know it unless you were like right up next yeah. to the building, which what? you can't even get to the building. I don't. A think bigger so. sign. That's our new cause. <laughs> yeah, I want like when I'm bigger, driving bigger sign on the west on the west side of the building. Yeah, and then and then our yes. uh, yeah that that definitely is is one. Then um, I was going to say another one that I forgot what I was going to say, so I'll have to remember it again. Anyway, thank you to our sponsors, Gray's restaurant in Bridgeport, Andrews Insurance Agency, People State Bank, and of course, Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. We appreciate your sponsorship. Guys, that was fun taking a little fun. trip back into junior pro basketball. What else? I, Anything? What's I, I unfortunately did not become the next Chuck Miller. No. Well, no. Yeah. You had your moment in the sun. <laughs> I mean, if you're not going to be the next Chuck Miller, it's yeah. great to be the next Chuck Miller in front of the current Chuck Miller. Yeah, well, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, there was no better time to do it, so good job on yeah. that. Yeah. A lifelong memory for you. Yeah. All right, Northwest Hoop. I got to yeah, got to rearrange that story <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> All right, on behalf of Gary Emmons, David King, Chip Jamerson, I'm Brian Emmons, and we are Red Hill. <laughs> Let's go white.